Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Black and Bold podcast where we always speak volumes. back with another episode today we are joined by blessing dada and she's an ethnic minority mental health ambassador slash advocate and she's here with us to talk about um the importance of mental health and mental health awareness so we're just going to get blessing to introduce herself give us a bit of her background and what inspired her in the area of mental health so much for having me on today. My name is Blessendela. I am 20 years old. I am Irish Nigerian, so I was born and raised in Dublin. Um, and I am an ethnic minority mental health advocate slash ambassador with Sea Change. And I also just advocate for their awareness in general. Okay, and what actually inspired you in this sort of area, in the area of mental health? Um, so the first thing is that I was actually really happy when I got the message that you guys wanted to talk about um, mental health awareness. Um, because yeah. this month, July, is actually um, Mental Health Awareness Month for ethnic minority groups. Oh, um, so okay. like. Yeah, so a lot of people actually don't know about that. Um, That's mad. So it's basically, I don't know if you guys have heard of the term BIPOC. Mm, I feel like I have. Like, I've heard of it because yeah. of your page. <laughs> I don't know where I've heard so of basically, it. that means um, Black Indigenous, I can't say that properly, raw. <laughs> black Indigenous and people of color. So basically, July is dedicated to raise awareness in for people who are not white basically mm, um just okay. like to get because like there's specific things that ethnic minority people struggle through that white people don't struggle with mm. um and especially when it comes to like mental health it's something that like definitely needs to be talked about more um yeah. so i only like realized that this was a month for us I think maybe three years ago, but not a lot of yeah. people know about it. So I do try and like raise awareness about it, but <laughs> well, we'll try and get there. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, we will. You're it's, doing it's, well it's, so it's far. Journey. You, are, you inspire <laughs> <Hopefully>. people. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so I'm going to start us off with the first question. Um, so blessing... I have here, what can we do to help a friend? So someone who we know um, may have um, a mental health issue as their friend, what can, you know, what can we do to help them feel more comfortable or just, you know, be there for them? Like, is there anything you can tell us that we can do so that people can be aware of? Because I had friends kind of in secondary school with some people with this uh with mental health issues and I was never aware or I never really knew how to you know be there for them or what I should do to support them so what would you you know advise for us to to do to be more supportive um one thing I would say 
is definitely I think just to be their friends because like especially when people open up to you um saying that they have like mental struggles a lot of people could be afraid of like oh maybe if I say this or that to them maybe they'll like start treating me differently or like start like walking on the eggshells or like you know just having like a different attitude towards them even though they might not mean it so I think just like still being the friends that they were before they told you and afterwards and stuff like that yeah um and then I think another thing would definitely to be kind of um just do the research and be mindful of the type of language that you might use around them because that could like definitely enforce more stigma even though you might not mean it um there's a lot of stuff that we use like in everyday language that we might not know that is actually harmful to those who struggle with mental health issues so i definitely would say to um like you don't have to be like a professional or anything when it comes to like maybe researching about like oh what depression is or what anxiety is and stuff like that um but just even taking a step towards doing that um, that could really be kind of like a reassurance that like, you know, you're, you're willing to be doing this together with a friend, you know, like they don't have to do it by themselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then like, also I, I, maybe like not everyone's like religious as well, but I would definitely say like, pray for them as well. Um, yeah, definitely. Cause like, like for me anyway, um, like, I like I could I could keep going on about like what's called that like all the reasons that we struggle with mental health struggles and stuff like that. Um but at the end of the day we live in a broken world, you know? Yeah. Um so like there's all these things like attacking us and all these like spiritual battles and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, you know, um God God sees you and he knows that these struggles you shouldn't be going through and yeah like for, for me that's what i would say yeah um okay yeah i hope that made sense <laughs> yeah no it does it does it, it, does. it gives people yeah. the opportunity to know how they you know how they should be a friend to someone um who has mental health struggles which is definitely something yeah. everyone needs to be aware of definitely and especially like a lot of different cultures can have like different ideas and interpretations of like what mental health even means so like a lot of people when they hear the word like mental health like the conversation is changing every day and slowly the stigma is like being erased but like to some people it's still kind of like oh don't want to talk about that and I think people really need to understand that everyone has physical health everyone has mental health you know yeah it's just not everyone is going to struggle with physical issues and not everyone's going to struggle with mental health issues but i think when people just hear the words mental health it's kind of like oh like i i that's not for me but it's kind of like mm-hmm. like even though like thinking is mental health you know yeah so i'm yeah. kind of like i think people just need to kind of understand from that perspective perspective as well <laughs> mm. um yeah um and i have a question as well um, I just yeah. want to ask if it's always necessary to talk to someone about your mental health, like someone apart from your family, like a counselor 
or a therapist like do you think it's always necessary um hmm i would say it depends on the issue like obviously if you nip the mental health struggle whatever it is in the bud like early on um the earlier the preve- the the earlier that you intervene the like the more that it doesn't like get bad yeah. so obviously like if you intervene like very very late you're definitely going to need like a psychologist or you know that type of stuff um yeah. but i think it just depends on the person um it's kind of like it's not really a one fit for all type of situation mm. um it definitely varies on like the context and what the issue is and um and then again like if you're black as well that's like a whole other different ball game as well because even if you want to look for a therapist or something for me personally it's like that's the reason why like i'm so vocal in this area is because like mm. even me myself i'm like seeing counseling at the moment but like my counselor can understand to a certain extent because like you know he has a degree and stuff like that yeah but like because he's not black it's kind of yeah. like you're not ever gonna understand fully you know mm. um so that's like another thing to like keep in mind as well um mm. but i definitely say like f- for any issue whether big or small the first point would always be kind of open up to like your family and friends and then if you can't do that um hopefully you can but if you can't um definitely like seek help from your gp because that would be um he would kind of be like the main points to guide you to like community services or referrals to hospitals and or just give you advice and stuff like that Mm. um and like if you could trust your doctor with that as well hopefully you can Mm. um but definitely as a support system would be so good and like I'm aware that not everyone has that as well. So that's especially hard. Um, so that's why my page is like on public, just in case like, like you don't even have, we don't even have to be friends. Like once you message me, we're friends. Like that's it. I've already made up my mind. Mm. And like, mm. I want to help people in that area, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. kind of going on from that. So how can someone help themselves like what could they do to help themselves obviously you you say by starting off you know talking to you know opening up to somebody like your friends or your family but um apart from that what else could they do um maybe even before getting to the stage of needing to see a counselor or a therapist is there anything they can kind of do to you know begin that journey of helping themselves um i would say the first thing is definitely to know that it's like it's okay not to be okay and to definitely know that these struggles don't define you um because like like stigma plays a big role in it like it always does like when people like whenever like i I just tell people like you know because i'm i'm comfortable saying it but whenever i tell people like like what conditions I have just to kind of not that I like I have to do it to kind of for them to kind of respect me or anything but it's just kind of like I I just give them 
like my issues and well not give them my issues but like I would say like oh I struggle with depression or anxiety but for me I know that it doesn't define me and I think that's what people need to realize first and that is just a thing that well it's not just a thing but it's a thing that some people will struggle through in their life but it's not going to be like the end all thing that like defines them in general you know um so that would be the first one um and yeah just to know that like there's so many people out there that that are willing to help them get through it like the amount of meetings that I attend and the amount of marches for mental health awareness and change in Ireland and stuff like that like there's so many strangers that are willing to send out so much love and to help you in any way that they can um because like I know for me anyway when I started opening up like not even my family knows I do these type of stuff actually (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but I found my strength first of all in the lord amen Amen. (laughs) and then second in the mental health community that i am involved in um and like the amount of strangers that like have helped me to get to where i am i was just like right like you guys don't know me but you love me i was like you know you know that's god you know (laughs) um but yeah i hope that answers the question a little bit yeah yeah so um what do you think are barriers to a healthy mind a barrier to a healthy mind um i'm trying like (laughs) i'm trying to see if i should answer this from like as in general or kind of like from the perspective of like a black person and because Um, it's like two very different both yeah both would be good both yeah um so I would kind of say barriers to a healthy mind in general, definitely the environment you're in. Um, because you can like you can do all that you need to do, like go to counseling and get take your meds for mental health and that type of stuff. But if you're in the environment that's affecting your mental health, it's kind of like moving forward and moving backwards at the same time. Um so like environments that would be like kind of maybe your friend groups or mm, family i don't know well family oh yeah definitely family friend groups family um maybe school work mm. um so that would be one of the things that would come into my mind first um and then the second one a barrier to a healthy mind um I think just stigma again. <laughs> I keep mentioning stigma, but like it's such a big one. Um, because like stigma has always been like described as like a sign of disgrace and it's kind of like yeah. which distinguishes a person from another. And like in context, it like usually involves like the use of like negative labels to like identify people differently and like this could make the person feel like devalued or like make them feel led to like isolate themselves and conceal like their mental difficulty um so like i don't know stigma is just like (laughs) there's so much in the area of stigma i'm just like raw like even self-stigma um a lot of people they fear like 
misunderstanding and prejudice they experience and this could like leave to like self-stigma within themselves um and then like this person can start to believe like what is being said or or like reported to like maybe like in the media like what they're watching or like who they're surrounded by um about like what their mental health conditions is even though it's like all these like um toxic stigmas they may not be true but like I don't know, just like the environment you're in. It's like, if it's not healthy, it's like, you know, you need to get out <laughs> quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, and yeah, I and, think, I think that's just it really. Yeah. So would that be for like the, um, was it the black community as well that you said, or. Pardon? Remember you said um, in general and in the. Yeah, in relation think, to black people. Yeah. So like, Ooh, would that yes. be in general, so, or would that be for Black people? Yeah. Particular? So that so that would be all in general, and mm-hmm. then I think for like ethnic minorities, I think maybe racial trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one's kind of like a complicated one because like you know, like with everything that's going on with like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, that only kind of like emphasizes on the issue more and it's kind of like yeah I don't know how to explain it because it's like like we know what like racial trauma is because we actually go through it but it's like Mm. for others to kind of like understand that as well it's kind of like almost another extra barrier that you're trying to get help in but then at the same time you have to like educate people in this so it's kind of like you want to get help but then like you're trying to help people help you understand what you're going through so they can help you kind of you know mm. <laughs> mm. um so i think with like at like minorities that would be one specifically for them yeah um, i'm trying to think what else um i say there's probably more it's just not coming to my mind at the moment yeah um, yeah no worries about that um so then how would you differentiate between normal mental health and poor mental health like if you were to be like okay if someone was to kind of like evaluate themselves and say okay I would say I have normal mental health like I'm at a good okay place and then someone else was to evaluate themselves and say I believe I have poor mental health how would you or like how would someone differentiate kind of the stage that they're at if it's normal or if it's poor like if they're thinking oh am I kind of overthinking it or or all that kind of thing? How would they differentiate between, you know, having normal mental health or poor mental health? Um, for me, if I were to be like the outsider and kind of see like, if like, if there's two people standing in front of me and like one person, like, how do I explain this? Um, like the first thing I would notice if, someone was struggling with their mental health would be kind of like the warning signs if they start to like isolate themselves or like there's like there's so many as well because like one all the warning signs for one person could be like different for another person so it's just kind of like I don't know just always kind of like staying on top of like being educated in this area but like one of the more common ones i would say would be like if people start to like isolate themselves or like um i don't know start especially 
one big giveaway would be if like they start giving away like their processions like things that are precious to them if they start giving it away to people that's kind of like ooh, like something really bad is, going, is like happening here you know yeah you need to like step in real quick and the way they use their language like a lot of people may think like for example if someone's like acting out of anger or maybe like being careless and not being aware of danger and stuff like that people may automatically start thinking like oh maybe they're doing it for yourself um for attention and that type of stuff which again plays into stigma and Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff but um yeah like when people start doing them type of things and like start not caring about life and that type of stuff and like not looking after their hygiene or that type of stuff that's when you can kind of tell that they're struggling or like if, if you know a friend who's like usually like chatty and bubbly and then like she's kind of he or she's kind of like quiet or not really interacting as much that's that would be another sign um mm-hmm. i would say what a person with normal mental health um i don't know because like I, I would say like nobody really ever has like normal mental health <laughs> yeah um because yeah. like everyone goes through like periods of like sadness yeah and and that type of stuff but when that sadness turns into like longer than like maybe three months and it turns into like depression that's when it's kind of like you know um red alarms kind of flashing yeah Um, yeah yeah okay um so like what are ways that a family can negatively and positively impact a young person's mental health Ha, raw, man. <laughs> How do I say? <laughs> man, I don't know. Um, in general or like black community? Let me think. Mm, I would say like if you could add the black community into it as well would be good. Because you know um, the stigma and everything. Mm, so the question was what could family negatively negatively and positively impact your mental health yeah like what are ways they could do that um so i think positively in general i think if families create that space where kids could like open up to their parents about anything without like fear of like consequences and that type of stuff um Mm. being open with like their parents i think in general um that would be like a great step um because i was talking about like environment in general like if it's not good then like you know you, you can't really improve your mental health in the environment that's like impacting it negatively so mm. if parents create that especially like if you if you do it from like the beginning like when your kids like that's gonna manifest into like your teenage and adult years and you know that's like a good thing in general um mm. and then like just having these conversations like the conversation is out there you know like in schools and in your workplace so like it shouldn't just stop in there it should be spoken about in the home um and like parents like recognizing these feelings and know that it's important that the child should be heard because I don't I forget that saying it's like children should be seen and not heard that type of stuff 
it's like nah you know that's that's very outdated you know children children should be seen and heard you know yeah. um that'll be like a very important thing positively um and yeah and just being like educated in general with like language um different struggles because like a lot of people are coming with like depression anxiety and stuff like that and there's like lesser known ones like bipolar and ocd yeah that like are also mental health issues but because they're not spoken about the stigma is more higher in them than the other ones um yeah so that would be the positives just being open in general now the negatives oh, oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go with the, the black community first the bl- mm. for, for the black community yeah people need to stop now nah, if i talk now yeah oh my god <laughs> let me just be nice to me. if i talk people <clears throat> need to stop saying oh mental health issues is a white people saying yeah like, yes yeah yeah 100 like my friends my brother Where's that coming from? Sorry, I'm trying to do a Nigerian accent, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm just, like... Like, this is the reason why, like... Like, especially with, like, Black Lives Matter, you see, like, everyone's, like, wanting diversity and representation and that type of stuff. And I'm kind of, like, I want to do that, but, like, it shouldn't have to be done if you get me mm. because mm. like having having mental health struggles it's it's not like well i'm not saying like it's a proud thing to have but it's it's nothing that no one should go through anyway and mm. um, and like the reason why i wanted i'm doing this because i want to fight against like biases and negative stereotypes of like black individuals and those from like other culture and ethnic backgrounds and like supports their value in the world and like in our health system in ireland um because like man guys there's like too many misconceptions about like mental health in minority communities mm-hmm. um that we need to like speak about like i don't know like i, I remember when i started like speaking about it on, on social media the amount of messages that people would like dm me with mm-hmm. um for like like i don't know like oh blessing like like that's such a wide struggle to be going through or like oh black people don't struggle with that and like even like well my parents wouldn't say it to me anyway because like my mom understands now but like just the idea from like in ethnic minority communities and like i'm going to speak from like from the perspective of as nigerian because i can't speak for like other like italians or like those from different communities um Mm -hmm that in like in the black communities kind of like you know our, our parents had had like harder lives in in africa and they came to europe to give us a better life and like they, they went through so much more struggle than us and like mm. so we shouldn't be struggling in you know a better off wealthy country and that type of stuff and everything mm. that we have they would have and i'm kind of like you know maybe they did struggle with mental health issues they just didn't recognize it because yeah. it wasn't really talked about much you know yeah yeah it's a very good point yeah so it's just like oh, i don't even know how to explain it it's just like like i'm i'm more comfortable now talking about it but like even then there'll be like days where i'm kind of like 
rah, why am I struggling? Because like the amount of people, like, man, if people want to me, expose them, okay, let me, let me expose. Mm. But, like, the amount of messages I get on a daily basis, I'm kind of like, this is why people are struggling. Like, I'm actually trying not to get emotional because I was actually at a funeral two weeks ago. Um, was it two weeks ago? Oh, just over two weeks ago. Um, and yeah, it was very, very quiet, very, very small. I know it like social distancing and stuff, but it was very quiet, very small because this person, unfortunately, she she took her life um, mm. and she was really young. But because she was black, man, mm. like, yeah. like people were just kind of like, oh, like she, she died from from an illness and that type. So like mental health is an illness, but the fact that like they mentioned it as an illness, people automatically thought like, oh, maybe it was like disease or something like that. Mm. And I was kind of like, like, right. Like, I don't know. It's kind of sad to kind of like go that way. And then it's even more sad when like, it's all like hushed about, you know, like instead of like, instead of like having that, well, I don't know. They're like, they're still healing and stuff, but like just to like have the urge to start that, conversation among their kids and stuff like that yeah and then to just sweep it under the carpet again it's just kind of like you know um and I speak about it more because I want like other people who look like me to know that it's okay you know um well it, it's okay to speak out you know about these issues and you're definitely not going through it alone um because for me I, I don't have that many black friends so like mm. all my friends understand but it's the fact that I don't have black friends I'm, I'm kind of like is there is there, like it's all the work that I'm doing is there a change because I, I can't really see <laughs> anything happening because I'm kind of like I don't know like are, are people do people know about this like yeah do they yeah. know that's okay not to be okay and that type of stuff um and even we can be our, like our own worst enemies as, uh, ourselves um you know we can we can say to other people that like oh it's okay not to be okay and then like you know in the, in the same breath we can be like making all these like stigma jokes and stereotypes of like oh this is such a white people thing this and that in the same breath and i'm kind of like rah you know yeah, yeah. i think in regards to what you said kind of like our, our parents and you know the generations before they obviously suffered a lot as well but they wouldn't have you know yeah. really recognized it as having you know mental health uh, struggles I think to go with that like we shouldn't undermine what other people are going through like yeah. you yeah. might not understand what you went through you might not completely wrap your head around it but it doesn't give you the right to say what someone else's struggle how they should t- handle it or whether or not it's a struggle in the first place well, we can't dictate that on other people's emotions and things like that so I think it's important that you know we get that out there for other people to know you can't tell people how they should feel yeah definitely because the way people handle things is different you know um, and yeah. and it, it shouldn't be some type of competition being like oh I struggled with this yeah and your, your struggles kind of like your Don't struggle compare. is not as as bad, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of like, definitely. oh, like life is complicated. Everyone has gone through different circumstances to get to where they are now. So, like one thing that you could see as a minor is is a major thing to someone else, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you think that like um, African parents like they refuse to like educate themselves on mental health? Do you think it's because 
they think it's a white people thing or because they don't want to like accept that it could be their child that's struggling with this um i think like especially like what what the points that you've said as well that Mm. is definitely one of the things um i think there's like a lot of things as well because like especially like in africa different countries in africa and then especially like within like the nigerian community um a lot of people are raised in like religious homes whether you're like christian or muslim Mm. or whatever it is that you guys practice in your homes so a lot of that um from the african's perspective it would be like um i don't know like the the stuff that i just hear i'm kind of like raw like when they think of like mental health struggles they think of like oh maybe your spirit is being possessed or like yeah legs and like you know all that type of stuff and like especially when you're religious it's like um they think of like sin and like Mm. eternal punishment and scandals and like that type of stuff Mm. um evil spirits going to hell cursed that type of stuff mm. um, that's such a bad way to i don't know I, I, it is it's really yeah bad. i right, won't lie is... i think it's just all like what's called a general generational trauma that has not been yes. dealt with yeah yeah because like if you think about it i know plenty of white christians who will talk to you about mental health as well and they won't bring up the evil spirit they won't mm. bring up all these things that you know they understand so maybe because of that as you said generational trauma they they just refuse to look at it how we're looking at it because we you know we've opened our eyes to seeing it like that exactly like i don't know and i think they just refuse to speak about it because like i don't know like they've grown up in two different worlds lived in africa and then lived in europe and have kind of maybe made up their minds in in like what they think and like we've Mm. just been raised in ireland so like i don't know like maybe what they see is what we can see but like i don't know i think at the end the communication is key because yes. like you know it's so common to have like rah, i don't know i think it's just sad like a lot of us can relate to having parents that we talk to but we don't really like talk talk to you know you know what i mean like the, mm. like proper talks you know i'm kind of like you know we we talk about like I don't know, like w- waking up and like just greeting each other and like talking t- to each other about basic stuff, but we don't talk to each other about like important stuff like mental health struggles or like relationships or like that type of stuff, you know? Um, yeah. So I think just the communication element part is just, it's just what's needed to be honest. Um. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're like, especially with the way they've, being brought up um like i think they would think it would bring like shame and embarrassment to the family like even when i was at the funeral a few weeks ago like that's exactly what i saw like um i was just there because um the organization that i volunteer with they were like notified and like i'm the only black person on the team so they're kind of like you know you know it will be appropriate for you to kind of represent us there because I'm black and the family's black so I was there and stuff mm-hmm. um and like I had a few stuff to say like before I went up 
like the dad was talking to me online and you know he was like oh like you can say stuff a few words about mental health awareness at the funeral and then like on the day he was like he changed his mind he was like nope like like my daughter shouldn't have done this she's she's gonna go to hell now this that this that and I was like rah like I don't know like trying to understand people's angers like definitely should not judge how people react to these type of situations but I don't know it's just a bit of a shock at the same time because I was kind of like yeah I don't know I I, I still pray for the family to this day but it's just kind Mm -hmm. of like I don't know it's just it's just kind of sad to see that it ended that way and then for the father to like react to me that way like even though I didn't do anything I was just like the anger was just like given out to me and I didn't I didn't say anything I just allowed him to do that because I think that's just the only way he's gonna get the anger out you know rather it be me than anyone else you know yeah Um, but yeah definitely communication because if they've had that communication I don't know it's not it's not for me to say if if like maybe things will be different or not but like yeah communication is key yeah a hundred percent i and i feel like that's the one of the main issues with um nigerian families like you said i'm nigerian so i can't really speak for other countries in africa but i would say like that's the main issue um a lot of um nigerian parents they don't really communicate with their children and it's not even just like oh how was your day like they don't ask how are you like in a I don't know how to explain it. They don't really ask you, how are you? Like they want to hear, oh, I'm fine or whatever. School is fine. But they don't want to go deeper than that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the reasons why, like, it's harder for people to come and tell their parents that they're struggling with this and that. Because, like, parents don't, like, they don't, like, prioritize communication with their children. And I don't know Mm. why. Yeah, like definitely the Nigerian community we like rely on faith and family and social communities mm-hmm. for like so emotional sure. support. Um and that's how we like we've always gone through it, like especially with like our ancestors. That's just how we've always gone through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um music, faith, God, that type of stuff, you know. So my next question is how can the black community do better in regards to mental health and so obviously we've been talking about how you know the stigma and how they normally react to it and and everything their their viewpoint so how can the black community especially older people how can they um do better like what can they do um i think just get educated to be honest because like I don't even know what to say. Like, there is a song. I'm not. I'm not even gonna name the artist, but like, there was a song that came out. I think it was was a drill. I don't know. I don't really listen to that type of stuff. And uh, well, I do, but like, not like religiously or anything. Mm. But it it came out like maybe three four weeks ago, and like the song was like da da da. The weather is bipolar, and I was like, nah. As soon wow. as I heard that, I could I cut it off. I cut it off. No, I, I think you would know who I'm talking about, actually, because everyone knows this person. Um, but just that type of stuff, it's just kind of like, like, like you have a big platform. 
Yeah. Like, you have so many followers. Why? How How are you going to say in your song, Weather is Bipolar, and, like, enforce stigma and that type of stuff in your songs? Like, it's, it's, it's not even the first time. Like, a lot of... A lot of people, a lot of black people that have like large platforms, like they don't, they don't even realize that. Oh, I don't even have to explain. I'm like, you, you can't be, you can't be screaming "Black Lives Matter" and then but and be like reinforcing stigma because like those who struggle with mental health issues and who are black, their lives matter as well, you know. Mm. So like we we can see what you're doing, you know, and it's just I don't know, it's just kind of like I don't know what anything that you do, whether it's like music or cooking or I don't know whatever you do anyway, it always comes with research, you know. So it's just kind of like if you're gonna be careless like that, and like reinforce. I don't know. Anyway, I've I've messaged this person and like I got blocked, but like oh, I don't know. Sometimes you. You just gotta step out and say it. Look, they yeah. might you might have hurt their feelings, but if you're wrong, someone's gonna let you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, because even the amount of people that message me the lyrics, and I was kind of like, like I don't know, like what can I do? Like I I don't have a big platform. People don't even know me in the black community. Like what can I do? You know, all I can do is like, like educate the person. Like I I didn't come at them and be like, yo, your music is trash. I don't like it. I came to them with like with educational resources and that yeah. type of stuff and be like hey your music is nice but you know this is yeah. why i don't agree with this that this that and, you know they, they were going on to me about like political correctness and that type of stuff and i was like it's not even political correctness it's just being a person yeah mm. you, you can't you can't you can't be i don't know anyways i think just education <laughs> in the black mm. community in general um and just to have these conversations, um, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what else to say. It's it's just really hard because like there's a lot of stuff that I get myself involved in to educate myself in these type of areas, and I'm always, almost always, the only black person in the room when it comes to like these type of workshops and events and that mm. type of stuff. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. And there's, and there's so many black people that I know who are struggling at the moment, but they're keeping quiet because they want to keep their image and that type of stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, rah, I don't know. It's just really sad, you know. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, God sees your heart, you know, and, and he yeah. knows who you truly are. Yeah. So that's why I don't That's why I don't care about what people think about me because I'm like, I, exactly. the, only person I, I, the only thing I care about is what God thinks about me and, and yeah. that's it, you know. Um, because everyone's perception of who you are is different, you know, um, mm-hmm. from the person to pe- person. So I just wanted to ask you um, if you think mental health can affect your academic life. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, well, mental health issues can, can affect like anything, your academic life, your work life your relationships and that type of stuff um but just with like when you're just struggling internally with your mind it's just like overstimulated with all the things that you're going through um and that like i don't know it, it just affects everything like you you can't concentrate on like getting to the best potential that you are for like what you need to do in your course um and like 
I think, as I said earlier on, with like the symptoms of like withdrawing from people, if you're not like interacting with people on your course, you're going to struggle with like obviously like group projects and that type of stuff. Um, yeah, it, I don't know how to explain it. it. It takes out so much energy in you as well. Like you're fighting to stay normal and that all, all that energy is like, as soon as you try to do that, you don't have enough energy to give out the best that you need in your course, you know? Um, yeah, I yeah, get you, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. like I'm exposing myself. That's actually me right now. It's just, I don't know, it's just really hard. Um, yeah. Especially when you don't have supports in place, it's really hard to like do it by yourself um, while yeah. you're a college student as well, with everything else going on in the background. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so my last question is basically surrounding, you know, there's been the recent talk of men and the, their mental health because they kind of, they haven't really been taken seriously, especially black men, but just men in general, um, their mental health hasn't been taken seriously because, you know, when something happens with the likes of Kanye and Bill Smith, there was memes made out of it instead of like their actual feelings being taken into account. So um, what would you say... Or how do you think we can change this view, this perspective? Because, um, you know, we... we Of men's we, mental health. Yeah, we don't take it as serious. And obviously there's been recently a little bit um, of, you know, movement towards that, that we do take it serious, that we do, you know, help out our brothers and look out for them. But how do you think we can, you know, go forward and change this viewpoint that men are always supposed to be strong like this? And men are, you know, that they, they don't get hurt or they don't have problems with their with their mental health, that they don't struggle. Um, right. I don't know whether it should be blunt or not. I think I think this is a truth that like a lot a lot are not ready for, but we need to, well not ready for, but like not ready to kind of talk about or address. But I think addressing toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause that stems from everything, you know. Um, I don't yeah. know. That's just the, like even society itself. It's like, oh, women are supposed to be like gentle and flowery and uh, soft-spoken <laughs> too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, guys, I'm allergic to flowers. But anyways, um, <laughs> and then men are supposed to be like oh, tough and strong and show mm. no emotion and that type of stuff. And both both genders like play into that you know but just like especially with men I don't know it's kind of hard because like I don't know oh, I don't know this is this is one area that's kind of like because like with a lot of issues happening in the world at the moment it's all female driven behind it like if, if, if you need change that if people want to see change that needs to be seen in the world it's all like it's mostly like women, women behind these campaigns, and it's even women behind campaigns of mental health awareness among men. And I'm kind of like, where's all the men getting behind, you know, trying to raise awareness with this as well? I mean, like there is some men as well, but like, I don't know. I think it's like, but before you address the issue, you need to have a serious talk with yourself and like address it within yourself to see like am, am I contributing to the stigma as well you know mm. that type of stuff 
Yeah. Um, and just because, like, I love, like, it's easy for us. Well, not easy, but, like, men just need to know that it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to struggle because, like, with all these issues that stem from, like, toxic masculinity, stems other issues like domestic violence and all that type of stuff. And it could all be easily resolved if, well, not easily resolved, but, like, more avoided if they actually, like, had early intervention of, like, knowing how to speak their feelings and knowing how to like learn self-resilience and that type of stuff you know um and just get rid of the toxic image that like oh if you're struggling with your mental health you're seen as like weak and that type of stuff you know um yeah but yeah i was really sad when i saw the whole and kanye west and what's his name will smith yeah like people were turning it into memes and that type yeah. of stuff. And yeah. I was like, I was like, are you guys serious? Like, yeah, that's, that's the, the problem. The same people behind the be kind trend in February, and the same people who are running for darkness into light were the same people like laughing about these two. I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know, if if you're gonna advocate, advocate to one hundred percent or not at all. You know, you yeah. can't be yeah. you can't be picky and choosy here and there. You know. Yeah. Um, so um just to wrap it up i have just one last question and i just want to know if you think there's enough awareness out there on the severity or like the seriousness of mental health um there is just not in ethnic minority groups communities to be honest Mm. um because like the conversation there's so much conversation like if people actually I don't know, it tuned into like the awareness and stuff like that. There is actually so much happening in Ireland. Yeah. Um, it's just the issue is the conversation is not diverse. Mm. So you're seeing like all these conversations happening on media and that type of stuff. But, you know, Ireland is like, is diverse. So like young people like ourselves who are like watching this on media and that type of stuff are kind of like, oh, we understand the message, but is the message for white people or is this for in general or like mm. i mean like like obviously we know that's for everyone but like just that like internal struggle it's just like you know it, we know it's okay not to be okay but at the same time is there anyone else that looks like us that struggles as well you know so i yeah. think the only i think the only issue is just kind of like representation in the conversation in ireland because it is happening like 24 7 like it's like in the mental health community like that's all that's all we talk about to be honest but then again in the mental health community that i'm in on like social media and and the the projects that i work in i'm just the only black female there and i'm just there like i don't know it needs to change you know and so there definitely is awareness out there it just needs to be it just needs to get to like the nigeria and the the different communities and in the african communities in ireland and then like you know, like the the Italian community, the Polish community, the Asian community, uh, traveler community, um, all ethnic minority communities. Um, mm. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have heard it here. Blessing was, she was teaching us, she was inspiring us and she was letting us know what's up and how, you know, how we can be a friend to people and how we can learn and how, 
there are people out there to help you. Like every, like as Blessing said, like, you know, her Instagram is always open for anyone. So we should take that as a lesson to, to be like that for other people. But with yeah. that being said, we really, really enjoyed having you here. Thank you so um, much. On our podcast. No, thank like, you guys for wanting to start the conversation, you know. Yeah, Three you're points. like you're truly inspiring like i look at your instagram i'm like girl you keep doing what you're doing because we just oh, need more people like you we need more people to, to be able to speak about this and we need yeah. more people you know to be aware and like it's always like step by step that we're doing this it's a journey so we're very grateful to have had this conversation and i'm sure you know people listening would also be grateful because it's, people sometimes feel like they're alone in this and it's good to know that they're not so mm. yeah it, it's, a, it's a journey so with that being said we thank everybody for listening to this episode we really enjoyed asking these questions because you know they're really important it's important we do stuff like this and so don't forget you can check out blessing um in this post when we post because she's always here for everyone which is how we should always be but yeah don't forget to check her out and don't forget to like and share this episode when you hear it because don't be selfish let other people hear the truth let other people feel like (laughs) they're they're needed that they they know that someone's out there listening and looking out for them so yeah do all that we really appreciate you guys as we always say like we love you guys you're like family to us like we really really do um appreciate you and so yeah that's that's it for this so we'll see you guys next week with another episode bye, bye. bye. bye.